We welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris show. Lisa Lanier's on the phone for Lawyer Up. Here she is. Hello, Lisa. How you doing? I'm fantastic. I hope you guys are. Really good to talk to you. This story I have had sent to me a hundred times this week because it's so intriguing. I think we talked about it once before, and now apparently another court has held up what uh, an original court did a while back. A three-judge panel in Missouri, Court of Appeals, has affirmed that a $5.2 million settlement with a woman will be paid by Geico Insurance after the woman contracted an STD, human Pamplona, uh, uh, Pamplona virus. Am I right on that? Is that how it is? HPV. HPV. Not Pamplona. That's where the bulls run. <laughs> Which would you rather have? <laughs> Trampled by a bull? Well, let's see. If you, get, or, if you order the bull, you get the horns. That's right. That's right. I think you, it's papilloma. Papilloma. You've got HPV. <laughs> I got to run with the bulls? That's right. Yes. Pamplona. That's right. There's only one cure. That's right. <laughs> and it's surviving. Now, if you can outrun this bull, <laughs> your genitals will be healthy. She got HPV. <laughs> Pamplona. She got the human Pamplona virus from her boyfriend inside his car, insured by Geico. And Geico's been ordered to settle at $5.2 million, what? which is absolutely 100% ridiculous. And now that's two courts that have affirmed it. Lisa, what's going on out there? What are your thoughts? What's, what's going on is yep. that your standard auto policy, no matter where you live, it's going to contain language to the effect of that they that the insurer is liable to pay for injuries that arise out of the ownership, maintenance, and use of your motor vehicle. And every jurisdiction has grappled with this and has defined use of a motor vehicle. And sometimes that gets defined in strange ways like this, because technically they were using his motor vehicle as a, as a place to get busy. I'm sorry, Kristen was doing a hand gesture. I was crude. It was very crude about what was going on in this vehicle. That's not standard use of a vehicle, Lisa. Well, I mean, see, standard. It, the policy doesn't say standard use of a vehicle. It just says use of a vehicle. And so there have been all kinds of interesting, like in our jurisdiction, you know, there's been grappling over what if you accidentally discharge a firearm? Like there's been held that if you have a gun rack and you put a rifle on it or a shot, you know, whatever, and it, it discharges, mm -hmm. that that's use of a motor vehicle. Well, is it? I mean, you know, not necessarily in most people's minds, but it is if you were, in that case, using the motor vehicle to store your rifle. So there's all kinds of weird outcomes. And a lot of times, like, um, if, you, if you stop and help someone, a stranded motorist, mm -hmm. um, if you, you know, that's considered use of a motor vehicle in a lot of jurisdictions, things like that. So this is just, these courts trying to decide, well, were they using his motor vehicle? Well, yes, they were. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> Come on. Well, I mean, if it's a conversion van or a Winnebago, I mean, those mm. are made for They're things comfortable. like that. That's foreseeable. Well, That's foreseeable, right? <laughs> but this is, I don't, this, what kind of vehicle was it? It was, a, it was just a car, wasn't it, that they were getting I busy know, in? I don't know. But Doesn't matter. Huge percentage of adult Americans have had sex in a car. You don't I mean, have to rub it in. You don't have to. You don't have to rub that in, Lisa. Somebody's getting rubbed in. Moved a strike. This is objection. <laughs> but that's not what the vehicle is made for. Is what I'm saying. I just can't. I can't. I you know Geico's got a lot of money, and Dave, you must be smiling from ear to ear over insurance getting but that stuff. poor little green I'm, little gecko. Exactly. That little gecko. He's gonna. He's not going to get a meal. No. <laughs> no. 
And you, I know how you like to but, stick it to the insurance companies, Dave, well, but this seems wrong. It's true, but then there are normal everyday occurrences that you think would be covered by insurance and aren't, yes. probably because stupid things like, like this, this that should be covered. I agree. You know, like a, like a, a homeowner's insurance and your back window breaks. Like, oh, a homeowner's insurance. No, you well, get back sorry. window insurance. We're not, gonna, we're not covering that. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. So this is, I think this is flagrant. I was 100% flat. Now, you want to sue Blue Cross or someone like that. Now, that's health insurance. Right. Now, that's go there. Unbelievable. Can they go any – will Geico pursue this to the next level of the courts, Lisa? I would think so. If there's an avenue for doing that, I would think that they would. But Because um, it is an overly broad definition. It's more broad than what we typically see in most jurisdictions for use of a motor vehicle. But, you know, I mean, with I do think it's foreseeable that people will, will have sex in their car. But I don't think it's necessarily what the policy intended. Mm. So maybe these standard policies need to change and have language that say more of a, you know, a, a standard use of a vehicle or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know, Lisa, we have a full docket, but and maybe we've touched on something like this before, but if someone has sex with a stranger and gets an STD, or in my day, we used to call them social diseases, mm-hmm. is that actionable? Can you sue someone for giving you an STD? Only if the person knew they had it and failed to inform you, so they negligently gave it to you, knowing that they should have informed you. And you'd have to prove they knew they had it. Yeah, and those turn out to be pretty pretty big verdicts a lot of times. You see, you know, a lot of the herpes million-dollar-plus verdicts because people who, you know, sometimes people who have the disease choose not to disclose it, and they're, that's knowingly giving it to people, and that's, that's actionable. Mm-hmm. How do you make his money? Banking. How about you? Uh, herpes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when they used, you know, you have sex with somebody, and they'd write on your mirror as they left, you know, in the middle of the night, welcome to the wonderful world of AIDS. That's exactly that. perpetuate that. That happened in the 80s. Never, ever happened. That's really what this Geico verdict is. It's this woman suing the man. He knew he had it, Mm -hmm. what she alleged, and he didn't disclose it to her and gave it to her. And so it was his negligence, In it happened that it was in the use of his vehicle. So it was, that's where the, the... you know, insurance came in, but it was essentially that that kind of lawsuit about giving giving her an but, STD. But if he got it in Spain, <laughs> in Pamplona, Ooh, that's Pamplona. Pamplona. But see, he's the wrong person here. Poor little guy. Yes. poor little old Geico. This fledgling little company. Yeah, barely making it. Little, little gecko. Lisa, have you ever gotten busy in a car? <laughs> Oh, I played the fifth. There you go. I knew it. See, I knew she knows how to play the game. That's right. Uh, this involves a car as well. Moving car. Moving her parts. Now that's illegal. Uh, follow together. up. I have a follow up on this. That'll put objection, you in jail. Objection. <laughs> Vastly different activities. Strike it. Strike it. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> listen. There's another. That's high school sophomore Kelly making a rare appearance. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Here's another car story, and a guy I just cannot stand. His name is Harvey Weinstein. He's in jail, of course. Awful. He's awful. He's a terrible. Isn't he blind and crippled now? Terrible. Barely making it. Well, when he was in court, all these women were accusing him of these terrible crimes a year and a half ago. He was using a walker, and people said, oh, he's just doing that to garner sympathy. sympathy." He says absolutely not. He was in a terrible car accident, and he's blaming. This is August of 2019 in Bedford, New York, riding in a Jeep. So he's suing Chrysler Jeep because he says that their braking system failed him, causing the car to roll and giving him severe injuries. 
Do you think he'll be successful, Lisa? Because I can't stand him, as Chris did said, boo. <laughs> I, I don't even want him to have his day in court, but I'm emotional justice. What do you think about this? Yeah, you know, I mean, New York uh, has a pretty favorable product liability set of laws, and I think if he can show, you know, that the – and I don't think he would bring this if he didn't have some proof that the brakes failed. He said a deer ran out in front of him. He had to hit the brakes. They failed. He So he was swerving without being able to slow. He went into a roll, mm-hmm. and it was a pretty bad wreck. And so apparently that it did a lot of damage to him. And even as unlikable as he is, I mean, he, he can avail himself of those, pro- those products liability laws, and Jeep's going to owe him some money if the brakes fail. Yeah. Huh. Lisa, sometimes Lisa privately says that to me. If I ask her a legal question, she'll say, even as unlikable as you are, you can. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually not right. <laughs> Justice is blind. <laughs> I know. For us unlikable people. <laughs> You, still, you can still take advantage of the civil justice. Exactly. That's the beauty of our that's justice system. system. That's exactly right. That's how it should be for us. It really does shine on the unlikable from time to time. Mm-hmm. There's another very interesting story here today, too, from a man in Arizona. He's suing American Airlines, claiming that negligence led him to spending 17 days in jail. He was misidentified in a flight. He was in a duty-free shop in the Dallas-Fort Worth airport in 2020. Duty-free. He's having duty-free, buying some stuff. Cigs, perfume, liquor. Right. Exactly. All of these types of things. Duty. This, this is in uh, May of 2012 at the duty-free shop. The man who authorities identified as a suspect is shown on video surveillance boarding the same flight as this guy, Michael Lowe. Well, he is, uh, I guess the uh, the duty-free shop was robbed. He committed a crime uh-huh. there. A year later, this guy, Michael Lowe, was arrested and sent to jail for 17 days. It wasn't him. It was just somebody else that was on his flight that had committed the crime. So this guy is now suing American Airlines, saying, hey, your video surveillance is what did this to me. What are your thoughts here, Lisa? Is he going to wind up winning this case? Seems like he's got an open and shut to me. Yeah, he. I think he will, because it's actually even a little bit worse than that, because what happened was they, the local authorities issued search warrants asking American Airlines to identify men on that flight. Mm-hmm. Not just one man, but all the men. They were going to take a look at all of them. But American Airlines only identified this one guy. They sent just, like, they said, basically, here's your guy. Yeah. And so he, so these war- then arrest warrants get issued for him. He has no idea. He's going about his business. He travels all over the world. He's a like an international nature guy mm-hmm. kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's all traveling everywhere. Next thing he knows, a year later, he's on a trip in New Mexico. When he hits the airport, the, all the red flags go up because he's a fugitive. Mm-hmm. So he's arrested as a felonious <laughs> fugitive. He has no idea any of this is hanging over him. It takes him 17 days to get it all straightened out. As soon as the detective back in Arizona sees his mugshot, he knows immediately from remembering the guy on the video that they've got the wrong guy, and he gets him out of there. But in the meantime, you know, he spent 17 days and had all of the embarrassment of being arrested in New Mexico with his travel party. And, I mean, it was bad news. Oh, so, yeah. yeah I think, probably I think, had to do, like, a squatting cough. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Probably so. Yeah, it's probably not fun. Yeah. Bed check. Cavity search. New Mexico style. Yeah. All of that stuff. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Why do you think American yeah. Airlines just gave him up and just didn't just give video of everybody on the plane? Probably just negligence. I mean, probably just not reading this, you know. I don't know why they singled this guy out. But, I don't you know, but for mm. some reason, yeah. 
because he absolutely was not a wrongdoer whatsoever. I'd say, mm. uh, bring your checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Open it up. Yeah. What do you get? What do you think you get for 17 days from a company in the, like, uh, in the hole from American <laughs> Airlines? What do you get for that? Lisa? Probably got. Yeah. Got, you know, I've seen thousand dollars a day. Yeah. I, oh, I want more than that. I want a hundred. Oh, more than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More than that. Yeah. I want a hundred thousand dollars a day. I want one point seven million dollars. I was gonna say it's gonna be it's gonna be more than a million dollars. I bet that they're paying. That's what I thought. Ooh. Well, I like it. I've seen Shawshank. You're gonna eat a maggot. You're gonna do all yeah. this. You know that. You know what I'm talking about. I keep a bird. Sleep on a nasty cot. Yeah. Wash you with a hose. <laughs> they're gonna delouse you. That's right. Get you with yeah. a hose. All you get's a blanket and a Bible. That's it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. What if you had time to open a new library? I doubt it. Because <laughs> yeah. you got to carve the sign out of wood. And Turn your cellmates on to yeah, classical I don't music. Think, I don't right. like that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>